You're listening to the Rayform Interview Podcast, hosted by Matt McGetrick. Hello, hope you're good. It's Matt McGetrick here and welcome along to the Rayform Interview Podcast, where each week I'll be joined by a different figure from dance music. I'll be playing out edited down clips from the interviews on my show Rayform, which you can catch every Thursday from 7pm, but here you'll be able to listen to the full extended interviews each week. Um, My guests this week are a music collective, a movement, a brotherhood from the city of Sheffield. Of course, I'm talking about Adelphi Music Factory. Now, the trio have been making music together for several years, but came together under the name Adelphi Music Factory back in 2018 for their debut breakthrough release and gospel house stomper, Javelin. Their music is all about increasing the peace, coming together and spreading positive vibes, which I absolutely love. So I caught up with John, James and Christian from Adelphi Music Factory ahead of their headline gig in their home city a couple weeks back. And here's what went down. You're listening to the Rayform Interview Podcast. Okay, so I'm joined by Christian, James and John from the one and only Adelphi Music Factory coming to you from their hometown of Sheffield ahead of their headline gig tonight. Uh, Guys, how does it feel to be back on home turf performing to a home crowd? Fantastic, Matt. Thanks for having us, mate. No worries. Yeah, majestic. Very exciting. It's a charity fundraiser, so it's nice to give something back. First, let's go back to the start. Where did you guys meet and how was Adelphi Music Factory formed? Uh, we're all friends from school who uh, we DJ together, didn't we, when we were like 14, 15, playing old hardcore records and playing on pirate radio. And then we sort of, over the years, drifted apart, followed our own paths. I think uh, we, were, you know, we were in bands learn how to scratch hip-hop DJs, so on and so forth. And then we all kind of re- reconnected via Yellow Art Studios a few years later and, um, and, and sort of found we had similar kind of, uh, I don't know, vision of music and sort of... Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I suppose we came together because we made this track, Javelin, at the end I've of... I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of 2017, uh, I dug out a track that John and I had made... 10 years previous and decided to start tinkering with it and kind of changed the key and kind of chopped it up and kind of yeah basically put a new vocal on put it. a new vocal on it as well which obviously uh transformed it and that became Adelphi Music Factory and for for about 3 or 4 months we didn't have a name it was just javelin mm. it was literally javelin and we just sent it to 10 DJs and it was the biggest song in their sets and at that point we were like okay we, it, need, to, it we was, need to think of a name here it was javelin by bessemer converter <laughs> <laughs> yeah the list of like the list of, like, the list of potential names. names is ridiculous matt i mean go on give us some bessemer converter i mean some of the oh, Mas- master cutler i think ingot you know, ingot. You know was, we, it was ridiculous we found an, a, a list of all the master cutlers sheffield's produced and tried them all out uh, what was it anthony belafonte yeah, yeah, josh belafonte uh but we settled on adelphi music factory because it's the name of two quite iconic clubs in sheffield the adelphi and the music factory and we dj'd at both of those and it just sounded great together and also adelphi in greek if you don't know means siblings brothers and sisters and that kind of uh that kind of absolutely it's also the adelphia hotel is also where sheffield wednesday was formed there is that as well. the less said about that at the moment there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of, it, it seems like the city has influenced a lot of your yeah. kind of stuff like from your music to the names that you decide on like obviously um the pandemic as well i know you released the fight for love that was a really cool kind of mix of visuals and audio how did you find the pandemic um kind of as a collective like did you work remotely and still kind of get around to making music well the thing the interesting thing is we, we've always worked remotely 
Like we've yeah, never we've, met, we've, we've never, never made worked, a track yeah. in the studio really? to get together. Yeah. Not one. Not phys- physically sat in a studio together. No, we've never done it. Uh, it. You know, despite being friends for you know many years and making music together for years, you know, as a Delphi music as factory, a Delphi music factory, as a Delphi yeah. music factory, we've never sat in a studio and sat down and made a track together. You know. So obviously, the message behind your productions, I really like. Obviously, like um, increase the peace, love, peace, harmony, all of that sort of stuff. Kind of, where did that message come from? What were your inspirations behind that? And like, how do you kind of channel that into the music? Firstly, tough tough times tend to lead to an increase in sort of. Prote- I think in the early 90s you saw it under Margaret Thatcher with the you know poll tax riots and all the and rave culture and all that kind of thing and I feel like we're in a similar period now you know it's a pretty right-wing government we're under at the moment so it engenders that kind of response but for us well for me personally you know protest and uh, and progressive movement is a big part of what I do day to day I think it's something we all believe in isn't it the, the and because we sort of sounds a bit trite but lucky enough to have a bit of a platform I think to actually try and spread something positive and progressive is is not your duty, but you know it's, it gives you the opportunity to do that in a way that you can't if you haven't got a voice or a platform. You can't do that, can you? Yeah, no, I love that. I find that obviously that reflects through the music. All the all the music so like uplifting, kind of like just joyous, really. And um, one track that I particularly found was like just an abundance of joy. Was your um, Second latest one, uh, Memories Burning in Time. Obviously, hottest record on Radio One. You'd had like, was it five or six? But the first time you'd actually been in the building as well. That's right. Um, yeah. Kind of tell me about the story um, behind that, the build up to it, and the release of Memories. Uh, so, yeah, Memories came about. It initially started as uh, a, a record you found, didn't it, John? Um, by, oh, jeez. It's from that book. That's right, yeah. I was reading a book that just name checked this yeah. track. Uh, Harold Heath book, and awesome. uh, and it was who was it? Greg Diamond and Greg Luther Diamond, Van Luther Van Butterfly, Butterfly, and we we found this one line that really like resonated. It was beautiful. Yeah, and you just loop was it Luther? Yeah, it's Luther. He's not yeah. a featured vocalist, but yeah, that's Luther. You can tell from listening to it as well. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's him, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So how many kind of drafts drafts did you have to? Do you know it? Well, 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 that's another story. But essentially. The core of the track came by, like, John's looped up this part, this line, one line, which you know from the track. Um, all our memories are burning in time, and when we heard that, it's just like there's something in that, you know, that's goosebumps, and that's our barometer. The goosey test. The goosey yeah. test. So, you know, we took that into the studio, you know, expanded on it, gave it the AMF treatment, and uh, we found this you know, B section as well. Uh, which again is just more goosebumps and it's just yeah just went from there really and now finishing the track took a bit of time because I mean essentially it's just still the same record but there's a lot of like getting the vocals redone and stuff like that but um, I mean Jim yeah, Jim put his you put your back into I that I put a you? lot of work into that yeah and uh, because yeah it was just a lot of yeah technical yeah, stuff but yeah it's yeah. Uh, I'm sure people won't will be a bit bored to hear but yeah it's took time to get it right but uh, you know yeah I think it was very much worth it and uh, it felt because like, it felt like a special record you know mm, definitely I mean I remember I first heard it when you played it at Warehouse Project New Year's Eve and since then I was messaging you on Instagram saying like when is it coming out when is it coming out and it's like when it finally dropped it was kind of like 
all the anticipation was worth it. Like one of my favourite records that you guys have done. Um, Thanks, thank you. Mate. And I first actually it. discovered you when obviously you released Javelin. I heard it on Annie Mac's show. Yeah, I think she made it hottest record, which like for yeah. a debut release yeah, yeah, is yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, 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 um, special, yeah that was good, man. And yeah. it all kind of just kind of progressed from there. Uh, your latest release, though, out on Dance System System Records, Frisky. Yeah, another kind of disco infused stomper. Uh, Started kinda, a studio jam. But is it is a studio. Yeah, it's just it's a studio, studio jam. jam. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's yeah, that's that's just it's going, amazing. That's just James just that's just James just working in the studio and working so, on the filters and yeah, that's yeah. That's, we've that's, got that's, some new analog gear to play around with, and it was just a jam, just like having pure fun with it. And yeah, that was sort of born out of it. And uh, it's amazing how some projects can take you know time to uh, to get come together, and others just come together in just you know few hours so I know you've also collaborated with House Gospel Choir yeah. you've got is it the big three gospel songs that you, that you the gospel trilogy the gospel, although is it what? about to become a quadrology oh well is, is this is an that exclusive even a word? <laughs> well um, there's a return of yeah. The, yeah, the new EP yeah. yeah we've got a new EP coming uh, can you say when uh, yeah November yeah no what November. Well, yeah, yeah, November yeah EP's yeah. going to be November yeah, yeah, yeah. but the first track will be coming mid-October uh, that's called Things Are Gonna Get Better. Oh, yeah, I've seen you drop some teasers of that. I mean, the reactions to that have been javelin esque, um, haven't they? There's been. Yeah, I mean, it's like Floor Plan, Tisha, Chloe Kaye, Derek Carter. You know, it's it's been an amazing reaction already to that one. Yeah, S- similar similar to Javelin and, yeah. Save, and Save Me. So, yeah, excited about that one. And the whole out. EP's got sort of a theme, a real theme of sort of like. Love and, and positivity, uh, positivity, yeah, really, yeah. It's, yeah. We, we won't we're reveal happy the with title, we won't reveal just it yet. Yeah, just yet yeah. There's, yeah, there's four tracks, and yeah, that's cool. Very, can't, very excited can't wait. Um, will that be a vinyl release as well, potentially? <sighs> it's you know what be, we were talking it? about, yeah. we were talking about this earlier today. The leading time for vinyl at the moment is so long, it's so hard to coordinate, so you almost have to push the button and then it comes out as an afterthought. But it feels like something that should be on vinyl, doesn't it? to me uh, well, I think it'd be great to come out on vinyl yeah I think it would um, yeah I think I've got all your all your records on vinyl now so it's like thank you I mate need, I need the collection but Le- that's the thing legend. about vinyl like I think obviously there's something about obviously streaming a record on Spotify but having it yeah. in person as well and I think oh, you guys time. like must have done a lot of crate digging in your time and must have an extensive oh, yeah. God yeah. coming on to that and this is a very hard question to answer in each of your record collections what would you say is your favourite vinyl or if you could pick one or kind of oh, one or wow. two or I don't think I could pick one or almost one that like you always come back to you could listen to it on repeat and not get bored it's a really hard one to answer because my sort of you know go back to my mum's actually at my house now it's I don't know 100 records at my mum's it's thousands it's a room full and um, that you can see the stages of my you know musical progression from sort of hardcore to drum and bass to then it was house and hip hop when I was learning to scratch but I suppose for me the special one is the first vinyl I ever bought which was Night Force Records Night Force and Remix Records number one can't remember the name of the track was it Take Me Away or Lift something Me Up like, or something yeah that's right yeah. but yeah just uh, whenever I hear that it's got a special place in the old ticker that one that's, that's, for me probably I mean so I'll separate into two one more dance music and one more you know outside of dance music I would probably say George Benson um, you know The World Is A Ghetto he had the album that that's off which I've had a mental block even though it's like my, one of my favourites 
I just remember the uh, the artwork and uh, and it's just stunning. I mean, that guy's so incredible, such an incredible guitarist and, and uh, songwriter and singer. I mean, it's incredible. I come back to that a lot. It's got a, you know, and all the again the sounds in it, the bass and everything, incredible. And then uh, maybe slightly cliche to say, but for the house one for me, I just think Stardust music sounds better. It was perhaps the Classic. most tim- timeless, one of the most ahead of its time tracks. It was also nice. It was vinyl only until very recently, wasn't right. it? So yeah. you could only play yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway on Spotify yeah. a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah, I think yeah. they did like a 20th anniversary reissue. And that was um, one half of Daft Punk, wasn't it? Um, That's right, Thomas Bangleter. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. based on a live jam, but someone Diamond, Ben Diamond or something, wasn't it? The singer. Yeah, cool. and we uh, can't Alan forget. Alan Alan Brax. Brax. We can't forget Alan Brax. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Benjamin. Diamond, it? uh, Benjamin Diamond. I'm yeah, going to say that. We should probably know that. But I'm going to say that. Benjamin. <laughs> but it was based on a live jam, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Apologies to the singer for not remembering. But yeah, it's that record sounds like it could have been made tomorrow oh, yeah, you know timeless. so or 50 years ago 40 yeah 50 years, you know, yeah, like, yeah. i mean it's timeless. just it's yeah. timeless it really is i mean the drums are everything about it the production is incredible i think i'm going to go uh best of the beatles yeah, best yeah. Of the, beatles. the best of <laughs> the best of yeah, yeah. what's yeah. your favorite beatles album <laughs> the best of yeah. the best of has a wing in this album they're all partridge jet Obviously, Alan Brack's French House pioneer. Did you guys have a lot of kind of French House inspirations oh, as well? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, life to, change. Was, you know, the one we just released. I mean, that's that's straight out of that. Yeah, a straight homage to that, and that the, the gear was from from that. From um, you just scored Frisky. an Oasis just today, haven't you? It's got another one. Yeah, another one. Yeah, it's got a dual. So we went the down to the Yellow people, Arch where we used to, uh, where all of us used to spend loads of time, and they yeah. used to use the Elysis. What is it? Thirty-six thirty, which is the used famous heavily in the French. French yellow yeah, Arch. You've named uh, an EP after that. Under the Yellow yeah. Arch. Yeah, because yeah. 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 it's the way you get in the studio is under this yeah, Yellow yeah. Arch. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we used to. Well, these two used to work there, and I used to rehearse and record there with my band so it was uh, it was pretty special going back there today wasn't it yeah it was it was really seeing the old guys yeah I bet coming back to your hometown like where you kind of grew up and stuff it's like a, a kind of wave of nostalgia almost when yeah. you're all over the place yeah. and like John was saying he's coming from London and it's like yeah, yeah. it's it is. it's come back to where it all started um, final kind of touch so you yeah. mentioned you've got an EP coming yeah. anything else in the pipeline anything we can um, yeah. expect any more Just shows m- at all yeah yeah plenty more shows um, I think we've got Madrid Madrid we've got Madrid in November and then from Madrid, Madrid to Nantwich. <laughs> yeah. Madrid Exotic. to Nantwich. <laughs> Nantwich, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah something over New Year. Something special over New Year. Uh, and then, yeah, there's uh, an EP on, a, on a, a super cool label coming next year. More stuff on Beat Factory. A single for Mr. Pete Tong on 360. And yeah, hopefully something else to follow up. Bur- uh, burning in time, memories burning in time for Colombia as well. So, any uh, return to Manchester at all? Possibly. Let, let's see. Possi- oh, there we go. Um, thank you so much, guys, for joining me. Thank you for sparing the time. Uh, you're on in five minutes. Yeah. 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 Thanks so much for having us. Like, thank you very right. much for having us. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Delphi Matt. Music Factory, everybody. Uh, and yeah, check out their latest release, Frisky, out on System Records. Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Thanks a lot. Take care, mate.